When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Let's get the playoff party started. Middle of the field. There's a sideline toss. And the ball's loose on the ground. It's a fumble. It's recovered by the Texans. And they're off to the AFC playoffs. A stunning win on the road. Led by the rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud. This is a wild card week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at WarrenAllen.com. Wild card week with Dirt and Spray on 1080. Our record is now 0-0 in the playoffs, so we just need an opportunity. We got it. The fan. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two, Dirt and Spray here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey app. Odyssey. An Odyssey station. What's going on, everybody? Just a nice little, you know, having a fun time. Odyssey. Uh, if you missed the first hour of the show, you can always catch it at our Service Patriots podcast section at 1080thefan.com. You can also check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Boom. And you can uh, reach the show at the Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them for more information at VancouverFord.com. Along with the YouTube.com backslash 1080 the fan page. We are live on YouTube. And the comment section is always live right there as well. Uh, we got two ticker stops today. A half hour of ticker. We've got uh, Clayton Safey, who covers Michigan at 745. Danny O'Neill. Uh, who covers Washington, and he's, I believe, a Washington alum, so he'll join us at 7.30. Big national championship game tonight. That it is, Bob. Uh, We didn't do a poll question. I was disappointed. I might put it up during the show. Which fan base is more on edge today, Ohio State or Oregon? Ah, okay. Just because, you know, we got two fan bases that are also going to be impacted if a team wins. We do. I would say probably Oregon in that category. Ohio State at least has a national championship within the last 10 years that they can hang their hat on and say, well, you know, took you long enough, Michigan. So they got that going for them. My team still got a goose egg there. Uh, We will talk about that game coming up at 7.15. I want to start the second hour with the playoff matchups as we move on from a door ripping off an airplane to how you feeling about these games? I can't wait. Uh, Houston and Indy, my brother-in-law, my other brother-in-law is a Colts fan, and I bet the over. And so, like, Houston scored, and I started going crazy, and then I realized he was sitting right in front of me, and I'm like, I'm rooting for points, points, points. <laughs> you can score, too. I'm okay with that. I wanted you to score. Go score another touchdown. How bad? Who is the dude who dropped the ball for Indy on fourth down? God, but you're Goodson. not. Yeah, you're not going to forget that play. Why for are a we long throwing time. to a guy that hadn't touched the ball? I mean, yet. that's a valid question that deserves an answer. Also, a little bit behind him. Some of that is on Minshew. Yeah. Wouldn't put right in the breadbasket, if you will. But man, that's you're just going to remember that face and the ball hitting his hands because you pick up a first down there, maybe you score. So our matchups are Cleveland at Houston. These are the Saturday games. Cleveland Houston is the first game on NBC at one thirty. And then that's followed by the Cock game between Dolphins and Chiefs. It's 5 o'clock on the Peacock Network. Sunday, we get Steelers-Bills early up and at them at 10 a.m. And the Packers go to Dallas against Mike McCarthy, their former coach, at 1.30. And then Rams-Lions close it out on Sunday night football. Waiting all day for Sunday night. And then you get the boring game on Monday that nobody wants to watch. Unbelievable that they got that game. And and 
my my gambling producer, I said, why is it Eagles Bucks? This is bull. And he goes, it's Philly, man. I'm like, who cares? Who cares what city it is? Give me the better teams. I think even we had a uh, one of our P1s texting earlier who's a Bucks fan. He said he has a friend who was an Eagles fan, and they were both texting back and forth, and the matchup was that you knew that's who you were going to play. And neither of them can find a reason why their team is going to win. Like, that's the <laughs> feeling going in. Philly is a, a, an absolute turmoil. Talk about doors falling from the sky. The Eagles are a plane falling from the sky. They've been terrible for basically two months. Their quarterback's hurt. Their best wide receiver's hurt. They're just disheveled. And the Bucks, it's like, yeah, you made the playoffs. You had a really good year that nobody expected. You also played in the worst division in football or one of the worst divisions in football. So congratulations. That's one of those, like, does somebody really have to win this game? We're really going to get the Eagles who are in a tailspin or Baker Mayfield and the Bucks in the divisional round of the playoffs. The Bucks struggled with the Panthers yesterday. Yes, they did. I know that because I gambled on a minus five. <laughs> yes, they did. And I'm sweating it out like nine nothing. And then the, <laughs> the the DJ Chark play happens where he should have scored a touchdown, but Winfield knocks the ball through the back of the end zone. Thankfully, that happened. Otherwise, the Bucks eke out like a nine seven game. Ugly, very ugly. But I'm also not going to point to Philly. It's probably the game I have least confidence in. It's already been bet up to two and a half. This opened at one yeah, and a half. Yeah. So people are just all in on the Eagles, just saying they're the better team. They'll figure this out. Be careful thinking that. Uh, the Philly Philly was playing to win that game against the Giants, and they couldn't yesterday. Yeah, they couldn't beat the Cardinals at home two weeks ago. No. Um, <laughs> what are we doing here? I'm torn. I, I think the two games I'm most excited for are Browns-Texans and Rams-Lions. Do you have others? I mean, I'm excited for all. It's playoff football, so don't get me wrong here. Interesting. Those are the two games because I I have I still have the zigzag thing of the Browns being the most dangerous wild card, uh-huh. and I think the Browns can get to the AFC title game. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. It would depend on the reseeding of of upsets and whatnot. I've I've fallen off that opinion. I'm not dying on that hill. You can you can entice me into that one. Um, and then Houston and Stroud. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's great story. It's a fantastic story. He's a re- this year really good coach. Yes. And Stroud is everything that a lot of teams wish their quarterback was. And not many people thought he would do that. He had that bad Wonderlick score, and everybody made fun of Who's stupid? Didn't get it. Yeah. No, he's football smart. Look at that. 23 touchdowns, 5 picks, 4,100 passing yards, and he wins against Indy. Do you have different games you're more excited for? I do, actually. Really? I, I first want to say congratulations to the TV executives for getting it right. Like, I have no issues. I think kick times are a big decision to make in wildcard weekend. There's a lot of games that is now super wildcard weekend. I will maintain the seventh seed, not really necessary. We should go back to the way it was, but we don't need to get into that. Steelers and Bills being the early game on Sunday after a full day of football is perfect. I, you know, maybe that's a tight game. Maybe Buffalo plays down a little bit. Maybe it's a blowout. But that's one that's kind of on the back burner for a lot of folks. I also think the same uh, with the Monday night game. It's like you're exhausted after a long weekend. It's like, all right, whatever. Throw that game on Monday night. I don't care. I'm glad the Dolphins and Chiefs is primetime on Saturday night because that's one of the games I'm most excited for. Yeah, but it's 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 only on a streaming platform. See, and I don't care about that. No, I don't either. I'm I just, don't care. Like, I have Peacock. People, this is still a narrative of, like, like, are people going to sure. be freaking out? And I, I, I don't know. They will be. I'm how sure they will. How? It's because 2024. People, people are old. Yeah, have you see, met my parents? I, yeah, I have met your parents. My, my, there is zero chance in hell if I told my parents the game is on Peacock that they would know a what that was, b how you find it, and like how does how do apps work? There is zero chance they could figure that out. See, I think the demos. I think we're getting this wrong. I think the demos are more suggesting that young people don't want to gravitate towards all these different streaming things. They're going <laughs> to go to the stream east thing oh, and part of it illegally. Yeah. I. I think older people, we need to give them more credit. I think they're more plugged in with the streaming apps. <laughs> I think you're off on that. You think so? I think you're off on that. Are old people good with streaming apps? There's a there's a poll question for you. <laughs> uh, look, I do think there's a lot of, like, we had a listener earlier, and we were talking about this in the opening hour, say, like, I'm dying on the hill of I'm not going to buy Peacock. I have too many streaming things. Peacock came in too late to the party. I'm not jumping in. It's another yeah. however many dollars a month. We'll see like, how that goes this weekend. Exactly. Now, I caved for two reasons. One, the golf on Peacock is like if you like the Ryder Cup and Open Championship, like whatever. They finally took my money there, and my team's going to be playing games on Peacock next year. Like they're going to have football and basketball games on Peacock. What is it six ninety nine? So I caved. I don't even know how much it is because uh, I don't get, like looking at those numbers. If you get the <laughs> sign me up, fast, I don't care. <laughs> uh, super fast uh, modem internet hookup with Xfinity, they throw it in. 
So I like the it's fun watching the streaming games for me because the quality is so good. So I'm pro I'm actually I actually love the Kansas City Miami's on Peacock. As a proud Peacock card carrying member, yeah. let's go cock. I'm excited for that one. I think that is a tie for the number one game of the weekend with Rams and Lions. I think those are those are the two premier games of this weekend how, for me. How is swag, how are how is Rams Lions? And look, it, people have fandom attached. This is a unique city. We have a lot of different fans that listen to the show. And some of them think from time to time we hate their team, even though we just like to make fun of teams yes. when they deserve to be made fun yes. of. And that includes our own teams, by the way. Yes. Oh, yes. How is Rams-Lions not easily the best game of the week? Am I wrong on this? Or is it is it Dolphins-Chiefs? Is it Packers-Cowboys? I, I just feel like Rams-Lions stands a little bit alone than all the other games. I mean, I agree with the take, but I I think it's a 1A, 1B, maybe. With Mahomes, but like, what's Kansas City going to look like in the playoffs? Some people just think it's business as usual. Here comes Kansas City. Like, I don't care how bad your receivers were this year. It's Mahomes in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm not picking against them. On the other side, Miami was the team, man. They, that was their year, and they have crumbled in the back half of the year. They got to figure out what they're doing with Tua. Well, Tyree Kill's going healthy. back. Can like, Mostert get healthy? How healthy is Tyree Kill? Well, they lost their pass rushers, too. Chubb and Phillips yeah. went down. So I think it's more. Uh, I think you're curious about that game. Can can Miami put it back together? But that certainly, you're curious about the Chiefs, but that's one that you could see getting out of hand early in the third quarter if Miami just can't put it together and doesn't have enough see, and forces. I don't see that. I just can't. I don't now, see Kansas, Kansas City, City doing has that been keeping teams in games all season long. Hmm. As it, it, previous seasons, they would have run them out of the building. Um, the Cowboys-Packers is going to get a lot more hype. Well, it's going to get probably the most eyeballs. Well, that's, oh, that's, God. It's going to be 70 only million, too. man. <laughs> it's going to be insane. Um, the one I'm most curious about is actually uh, the Browns-Texans. Our brownies. I'm I'm really curious to see what that is all about. Me too. Browns took a week off. It might be a horrible game. It might be a defensive slugfest. And in terms of aesthetics, watching football, it may not be pretty. But that's the one I have the least feel for. That's the one. I don't have a feel for Bucks Eagles at all. I don't. No, no feel. That's that situation in Philly is. I thought Marks John Marks, our good buddy in Philly, uh, formerly an Odyssey employee. He had a really good tweet yesterday. He said, there's something going on in that locker room with a coach and player. There's something happening. No matter what they say publicly, there's no other explanation for why they look this bad. This is next-level bad. When the Giants beat the crap out of you on the last game of the year where you're trying and they're just the Giants, (laughs) it's not good. And in the same way, Tampa, like, what is Tampa? Tampa's favored. They're going to lose. If Tampa's Tampa's a slight underdog, which they are now, maybe they play well. They're they're capable of scoring. They're also capable of being just awful, and Baker's got bad ribs. I have no feel whatsoever for Eagles Bucks, other than I think I want to bet the under. Because at this point, I'm done betting overs. I've been betting overs all year, and they keep kicking me in the teeth. <laughs> you mentioned not getting another streaming platform. Uh-huh. I was watching the Golden Globes yesterday with the wife. Oh, that was, a, you know, minus Joe Coy. It was a good show. Not a Joe, Joe Coy fan? No, I like Joe Coy. He, he was funny. awful. He uh-huh. was. Awful. Um, that bad, huh? But there were a lot. I, I watched a lot of the award nominees. Yeah. So I want. We watched it, and um, they had a Harrison Ford Helen Mirren show on Paramount Plus, like some old Western show. It was a spinoff of uh, Yellowstone. Yeah. And so I saw it and I went, man, I love a good Western. I want to watch it, but I'm not going to because I'm yeah. not getting Paramount Plus. Like I'm done. <laughs> Getting new streaming things. I already have Netflix and Max and Amazon. I think the story in Kansas City. I think the story's Tua. He's not winning these games. That th- The division's on the line, and he threw a breaking out route to Chase Claypool yeah. in double coverage? Not a good throw in that spot. And the play before that could have been picked off, too. It was a bit of an airmail to Tyreek Hill, and uh, yeah. I think it was Taylor Rapp made a play on it that damn near picked that one off as well. And I think Taylor Rapp ended up yeah. picking him off uh, the very next play. I. I don't know, man. Like, Kansas City's been weird and Mahomes and whatnot, but they're at least home. I don't know what I'm going to get from Tua. Is Tua going to be awesome? Or is he going to middle of the road? Bad? Like, I don't know what Tua I'm going to get. Everybody's highlighted it. He he tends to struggle in these games. We told Joe Fisher, Dolphins-Cowboys, kind of the same thing. They mm-hmm. can't beat a good team on the road. Dolphins struggle just to beat a good team in general. They and, did. and that's the unfortunate thing. So I don't... 
I think that game is as much about Tua as anything else. Yeah, that, I mean, it's a massive storyline. I think Mahomes going into the playoffs for another year is always going to be a big deal. Like, if they lose in the wild card round this weekend, it's dumb, but we're going to have to do the what's wrong with Kansas City, even though they won the Super Bowl last are year. Are we like, really going to do that? They just I mean, this is how the it. sport works. This yeah. is how people's brains are little, and this is how— I'm not doing <laughs> This is how folks operate. I'm with you, though. I think Tua is the biggest story. I saw a funny tweet last night, somebody asking the question, who is Mike McDaniel's Matthew Stafford going to be? Basically saying that Sean McVay was this way in L.A. He inherited Jared Goff when he got the job. They were great. They got, But there was a ceiling on what they could accomplish. At least that's what they felt. And that's why they made the trade for Matthew Stafford. Everybody said, oh, my God, how could you do that? They go on to win the Super Bowl the next year. And so basically saying the same thing with Miami is like, you got a lot of weapons. There's a lot of pieces in place there. He seems to be a good, intelligent, creative, offensive head coach. But do you have the quarterback? And who is the Matthew Stafford going to be that comes in and puts you over the top? I am kind of rooting for Miami in that game. Though. I, I like to uh, Kansas City has been a lot of fun. I'm excited for them to go into a new chapter of their era of like some adversity and having to work their way. Like everything seemingly has come so easy for them for five years that I almost feel like it's good for their long term story. If they lose this weekend, there's a little bit of turmoil. There's a little bit of like, all right, we got a chip on our shoulder. We got to come back from that loss. So I'm kind of hoping Tua gets that win. It'd be fun. I'm rooting for him. Uh, let's get to the national championship game. We might dive back into the NFL at some point, but we got two guests coming up. Let's talk Washington, Michigan. Big game tonight we'll talk about it next on the fan when the whole family comes together to watch the game nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store with instacart you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour less time shopping means more game time let's go visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders offer valid for a limited time ten dollar minimum per order additional terms apply Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's a national championship game night. Swigard, you know how I know that? You know how I know it's a national championship game? Aside from looking at ESPN.com. Natty night. How's that? Dirt's eating a Jimmy John's sandwich on a couch <laughs> during a commercial break. <laughs> Don't shame me. I'm not okay? shaming you. If we can eat breakfast food for different meals of the day, we can eat different meals for breakfast, too. I used to be adamantly against that, and then I met my wife, and, you know, if I eat spaghetti for breakfast, it is what it is, you know? Dude, cold cold pizza for breakfast, Ooh, like, that works, so too. Um, I will say that I we had another baby shower yesterday. I was not at this one, but it was the her side of the family's baby shower. How many of you had? Uh, this is the second one. So okay, I, yeah, two's, two's acceptable. Well, they got another one coming with just friends, so there's going to be three of them. Oh. Uh, no, we don't. This is the last one. How dare you? This is the last How one. How dare you? Thankfully. Although, if anybody else wants to give us more stuff I that I don't say. have to buy, you <laughs> yeah. can go ahead and give us anything you want. I'll take all the free stuff I could get. And they had Jimmy John sandwiches at the baby shower, and then I came home yesterday, and there was like a fridge full of Jimmy John sandwiches, and you bet your ass I'm going to eat the hell out of those things until they're gone. I woke up this morning. I thought I could make something for breakfast. Or breakfast has already been made. I can grab a sandwich that is ready to go. Well, I don't know what my dinner of choice is tonight. It's a weird night in my house. I, I've got uh, kid events happening. Uh, I'm trying to uh. kind of find my way out of it for obvious reasons. Washington, Michigan is here. How, how important is the kid event? Like, what are we talking here? Uh, it's it's just it's ninja. Ninja night? It's she's in ninja. <laughs> she's class. in oh, she's in ninja class. It's not like it's not karate for okay. those that hear that and think, well, why don't you just call it karate? It's not. She's not actually learning karate. It's um it's karate. It's where they do gymnastics. It's oh. a big building, and one of the classes they offer is called ninja. That's kind of cool. It's like parkour. <laughs> parkour. Oh. Like she does monkey bars that Thought lead into rings that lead into like or something. running up a ramp. <laughs> 
It'd be cool if she did learn how to use uh, those those stars. <laughs> Throw one at somebody. Go to my room, huh? Now, is this like just ninja practice or is this like a ninja game? No, I mean, you try to move up in levels of ninja, but okay, it's... But they move up at practice, so it's like... Do a, they have belts? Like <laughs> I got a lot of questions out of this. They have t-shirts. T-shirts? Okay. Now, I, I don't know why they call it ninja. They should really um, call it parkour, because that's kind of what it is. They're eh, just doing obstacle course stuff, like ninjas uh, Ninja are Warrior. Cool. Ninjas are cooler. Well, my daughter does like saying she's got ninja class. I'm a ninja. Do you put, does she put like a little like, uh, like no. a headband thing on or She's nothing? not a ninja no. turtle. No. Okay. No. All right. It's not a, it's not a movie. <laughs> There's no... Who's the, uh, who is the old rat guy? What was his name? <laughs> What? Who was their like leader guy? What was his name? Oh, and nin- Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles. Is that Donatello or no? The, like the rat. It wasn't the rat. The leader. Like know. their their I guy. Just knew they ate pizza. All their the Katra. Time. <laughs> what was his name? I'm blanking now that you're saying it. No, don't look it up. Let me get it. Don't even look at listeners. Well, I'm either. gonna look it up because I can't. Splinter. Splinter. Thank, thank you, Master Splinter. Does she have a splinter in her class? Like, no, the master of ceremonies. No, it's a it's a woman who's maybe nineteen years old. I don't, it's not a. It's parkour, okay? God, I know he's stuck up on this thing. The title games here. I, I mean, it kind of. I think this matchup, and we'll get to Danny O'Neill coming up here at the bottom. I I feel like this matchup. You just know how you feel about it, and that's just yeah. Hope that you're right if you care about being right on sports opinions. It's a tough matchup, I think, for both sides for different reasons. DeBoer's awesome. We know Harbaugh's awesome. I don't know what much more to yeah, add I other think... than is Michigan going to run the hell out of the ball? I mean, yes. Bleed the <laughs> clock. Michigan basically admitted in their press conference that if they win, they're going to take the football because they want to kill like eight minutes of the first quarter. And so I think it boils down to is Michigan going to run the football successfully? How healthy is Dylan Johnson? How effective Not can very. he be? Yeah. And yeah. can the Michigan pass rush disrupt the timing of Michael Penix Jr.? That, to me, is the only thing that matters in this game. Which one? The the pass rush of Michigan. That's, That's the only thing. Michigan's got to be able to run the ball on Washington. Okay, so there's not going to be a lot of possessions there. That's fine. Is Washington going to score every time they touch the football? Because yeah. they have the capability of doing that if you don't pressure Michael Penix. Is Michigan going to eat up six minutes and come away with a field goal because they stall? Because J.J. McCarthy's not that good? Mm-hmm. Like, you can run the ball and control the clock all you want. If Washington's averaging a touchdown every possession, congratulations. If you come out and you say, I want the ball first, and you run it and eat up six minutes, but you only get to the 50-yard line, you fail on a fourth down, and then they go and score a touchdown and you punt again, all of a sudden your pucker factor is there. Congratulations. Congratulations on your time of possession. I don't think it matters. The only thing that matters is making Michael Penix uncomfortable and slowing down Washington's passing offense. I've seen this movie too many times. Michigan's bigger. They're better at the line of scrimmage. So are a handful of other teams that played Washington this year. So, the yeah. difference is they have Michael Penix, who is one of the best quarterbacks we've seen in college over the last 10 years. This is one of the most prolific passing offenses we have seen. I'm not going to go best because we're a couple of years removed from Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson at LSU. I think they're in that conversation. But they're though. in the conversation. you got to win tonight to be solidified in that conversation. And I, if you don't throw off Penix, I don't care how much you run the football. You're not going to win the game. You know, I I feel like I've heard that, and I've I've probably even echoed it at some point this year. I feel like I've heard they're better at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And then nobody disrupts him. Like, so maybe they're not. Outside of Arizona State. <laughs> well, that offensive line did win the Joe Moore Award. They did. No, I, I know, but like that's kind of my point is they they're kind of an under-the-radar unit. And we said this about Texas. Maybe, maybe just these units aren't better than them. Yeah, and I actually thought Texas's defensive line, despite the final score, had a decent game. Like they they bottled up Washington's run game, like to the point of his Dylan Johnson healthy. Like it wasn't like he did much against Texas, anyways. They couldn't run the ball in Texas, and I also thought they got pretty consistent pressure. But whenever they did, what did Penix do? He slid away. He found a way to evade. He used his legs a little bit. Like he he just played an unbelievable game, and so it's got to be consistent. You can tell me their corners are better than Texas. That's fine. But even if you have contested catches, who do you trust to make those plays? Right. How many times does Roma Dunes have a guy drooped? draped all over him and he comes away with the catch high points the football feels we're good to we got back-to-back ticker stops here Clayton Safey who covers Michigan and then uh Danny O'Neill is going to join us coming up next we'll have a little bit more on this one but let's get let's get the lowdown from both angles here national championship game will the Pac-12 win a title again will Washington complete the dream season or does Harbaugh go out on top we start with Danny O'Neill coming up next for the daily ticker Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a national championship Monday. We're going to go to Ann Arbor here in a few moments, and we'll get the Michigan side of the preview, but let's go to the Washington. Washington side of things with Danny O'Neill of the Say Who Say Pod. You can find his Substack, DannyO'Neill.substack.com. You can give him a follow on Twitter at Danny O'Neill. Danny, good morning to you. Thanks for hopping on the show, man. I, what are the emotions waking up the morning of a national championship game? What's going through your head this morning? Well, you feel that this is kind of found money. There's no way that any Washington fan should have or could have expected this, given what we'd seen uh, from this team over and. I mean, it was just two years ago. They're losing at home to Montana. So I'm, ner- <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm really excited. I, I, feel, I feel kind of bulletproof, honestly, after what everything Washington has played through this season and how good their quarterback's been. Look, if Michael Penix plays the way he did against Texas, they certainly have a chance. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the matchup with Michigan and everybody highlighting the Michigan running attack and the Michigan defensive pass rush. I'm, I'm curious, is there an angle for you when examining these two matchups that you just – is it just Penix for you, or is there an angle that you're kind of eyeing that you think could make a big deal difference for Washington's side? Because right now it feels like it's pretty loud for just if Michigan does X and Y, they can win tonight. Yeah, Brandon, I, I think if Michigan runs the ball – if Mitt, and Washington's defense, while it's improved from a year ago, I there's a big part of me that wondered if Steve Sarkeesian just got too smart for his own good mm-hmm. last Monday in New Orleans and decided, like, oh, it's really boring to run between the tackles and gain 6.7 yards per carry. Let's throw <laughs> the ball a little bit. I, Jim Harbaugh's not going to get bored. <laughs> like, Jim Harbaugh is more than happy to win this game throwing three passes, if that's what it's what it takes so my my big fear michigan is a very strong team my fear is that washington is not going to be able to get them off the field and you're going to see multiple drives of 12 plus plays in which michigan kind of kind of just chokes them out and more than anything denies washington opportunities michael Penix is he can face pressure and we've seen teams pressure him but he doesn't take sacks so i don't think this is going to be a case where, oh, they just can't deal with the pass rush. He'll still get the ball out. He'll still make plays. And if Michigan has an Achilles heel, it's that for as strong and as dominant it has been at times, they don't score a ton of points. So I I feel like Washington is going to have a shot, but my fear is that Michigan's ground game just is 
kind of a metronome that they never really find an answer to. Yeah, then the Harbaugh note, what did they run, like 32 consecutive run plays against Penn State, and that was their first relevant game of the season, so he's not afraid to run in the football a ton. Danny O'Neill is our guest. Say who's say pod with our friend Christian Capel. Um, you, you look at this this streak that they've been on. I, I, I want to say I'm, I'm speculating here, but I, I, I want to say I read it's like the longest streak of uh, wins of a touchdown or less or whatever it is in like the modern college football history. It's a long streak, and they keep finding ways to win, and we talked about that going into the Pac-12 title game of like there's something there that Washington's been battle tested and Oregon's been kind of steamrolling everybody if this is a tight game Washington has that experience to lean on what is it about this team can you put your finger on anything is it just Penix and Odunze and they're unstoppable like what is it about this team that they always find a way to win these tight ball games if there's anything I would say it's experience Washington had a number of guys that came back and you mentioned one of them in Odunze Penix to a certain extent but Troy Fautanu their left tackle, they had a number of guys who I think in a normal year would have gone to the draft after last season in a normal situation. And the experience that they brought back with them, I think, is a huge part. Certainly, look, Penix, other than the middle of the season when he may or may not have been hurt <laughs> following that first game against Oregon, has been, in my opinion, the best quarterback in the country. And I thought he looked phenomenal against Texas. And that's certainly a big factor. But if there's one thing that you sort of hang your hat on of why have they been able to do it late, I think it's because they've got a number of guys who are very experienced and, and people that have, have been playing at a pretty high level, and that gives them a huge advantage down the stretch in tight games. Yeah, Danny, is there, is there a side defensively, because Penix does get a lot of that attention. I, I've noted this going into the Oregon State game, for example. I, I feel like their pass rush – and their secondary play, their Washington's defensive numbers are not very good statistically, but I do feel like the last like three, four weeks of the regular season and then what they've done lately, it feels like that pass rush is kind of rejuvenated and different. It feels like the secondary, and I know Muhammad's going to play tonight, it feels like the secondary is better. I think their defense, I'm not sure the numbers represent what this defense kind of currently is. We talk about stopping the run. How do you feel about truly that Washington defense gearing up for an offense that is going to be so heavily set on running the football and bleeding the clock? Yeah, I think you're right about Jabbar Muhammad. being He's been a really good corner and a huge upgrade for them. Elijah Jackson, who plays on the other side, who Texas kind of picked on, he's, he's big and he's a pretty good player too. He's, it, I think they've upgraded at both corner positions. Their ability to get pressure without blitzing which you kind of referenced with their pass rush. Braylon Trice, uh, ZTF, they've got a kid named Zach Durfee who played for the first time against, he's been ineligible all season. He played for the first time in the Sugar Bowl against Texas. He's another edge rusher to watch. And then they've got a couple of pretty big stout guys in the middle. Not a lot of depth at defensive tackle, but their ability to get pressure without blitzing is one of the things that gives them a shot because they can they can just rush four, and especially with Trice. Trice is, Trice is one of the better all-around defensive ends that you'll see. He's, he's maybe not the fastest twitch edge rusher, but his ability to play both the run and the pass and to make a difference even when he is getting chipped is one of the big assets for this defense because it means they can get pressure without sending extra players. And quite honestly, they can't afford to send extra players because – they have been vulnerable, and specifically vulnerable against the run. Hmm. I've been picking against the the Huskies as a duck for a long time now in the second half of the year, and uh, it's not working out good for me, Danny. You make me look like an idiot every consecutive week that goes on. So I have now given up, and I'm just like, I think the only thing that matters in the game tonight is can can Michigan get pressure on Penix? If they don't, I don't care if Michigan can run the ball, Texas ran the ball, Penix and Odunze, they're just too good, and you're not going to stop them. Four and a half is too many points. How do you feel about the spread? How do you think it plays out? I hate to agree with a duck. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you're, I'm the dirty one in this conversation right now. I agree with the duck. Look, man, this is, this is all heart, no head. Yeah. <laughs> in my evaluation of this game, yeah, I, I think it was about the time, it was about the time that they beat Utah, and, and I just felt like, okay, all, all rationale, all – they're eventually going to get burned by cutting it so close. They're eventually going to pay for that. They're eventually something's got to be. At some point, you sort of just lean into the uncertainty and say this team has shown for an extended period of time that it's able to do it no matter the competition. And and I do feel that way. 
I think Roma Dunze was the best player in the conference this season, and I think he's an enormously talented player. And you watch with the way that Penix, the accuracy that Penix had last week, it tells me that there was something going on in the middle of the season that affected him throwing the ball, and he looked – that was as good as – no Washington. And Washington has been fortunate to have some really good, really good quarterbacks. And – there has never been a Washington quarterback that played better on a bigger stage than Penix did no. last week. And I kind of feel that that, that ability, Michigan's not going to be able to score enough to keep up with them ultimately. But again, that is entirely, entirely with my heart and not my head. I do want to say one thing that I think that the worm turned for the Washington program after that horrible loss at home when Jimmy Lake made the stupid comments about academically prowess. And the reason, the, the reason it turned is because, look, I've been to a lot of Washington games, and I've taken a lot of L's from Oregon. I, I've always left the stadium furious at Duck fans. And you might say that's projecting and that's anger. After that horrible decision in which Jimmy Lake cowardly decided to punt late yeah. and had the p- snap sail over the punter's head, I went immediately from the stadium to my red-eye flight to New York. And what I thought is we deserved that. We deserved that. And I think maybe for the first time I properly acknowledged the success that Oregon has had. I grew up in Klamath Falls. I have deep roots in the state of Oregon, and I have always loathed the Ducks. And at that moment, when I was going to take the light rail to take it back, I gave a sense of, I've got to stop hating, and I've got to just recognize they're better than us. And at that moment, I think something in the cosmos shifted. So it was my finding of respect for the Ducks, and I felt that way this year and even last year's game. I thought the two teams played incredible games. Yeah. I, I thought they really did. And I, the, and maybe it's easier for me because now Washington is on a mini win streak, though, certainly not enough to counterbalance the 12 straight that they lost. There, there's a feeling of a healthier respect between the two programs, and I'm really happy about that. I thought Oregon had a great team this year, and I'm not just saying that because I'm trying to butter you guys up. Well, you, now you know why I'm, I'm giving up on Washington. I'm trying to put something up into the cosmos that gets a Michigan dominant win by 40 points tonight, and I don't know if it's going to work, but it sounds like it worked for you. You lost to Montana. Your coach is punching players. How did we get here, Danny? How did we get here? Danny O'Neill, say who, say pod. Great stuff. Enjoy the game. As somebody who's been there, at, at the emotional roller coaster that is a national championship game. It is not for the faint of heart. Uh, thanks for the time this morning. Go give him a follow on Twitter at Danny O'Neill. Good luck tonight, Danny. Thanks very much, guys. Take care. There you go. Danny O'Neill with a preview. I've got to stop hating. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And I'm there, man. I give up. I'm done. I'm calling uncle. My arm's twisted behind my back. Like, I'm not picking against him anymore. I, I can't blame you for that, and I'm kind of, I'm still sitting here kind of with you. Uh, I don't have as much stake in that rivalry as you and, and Danny, but it is remarkable to remember they had a punt sale over their head down eight late in the fourth quarter, and their coach hit a guy in the face in the middle of a game on live TV, and just two years later, they're here in this position. It's wild, and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense other than the right guys stayed, and they got the right coach. They lost to Montana. Montana. Unbelievable. They lost to Montana. All right, let's go to the other side. Clayton Safey with a preview of the Michigan uh, side of things for tonight's national championship game. That's next on The Fam. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 
5 to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, from Washington to Michigan, tonight is the national championship game. Let's talk some Wolverines with Clayton Safey, thewolverine.com. You can give him a follow on Twitter at CSAYF23 of the uh, Wolverine on 3 site out there. And, uh, Clayton, good morning to you, man. I, I don't want to start with a, a sad note, potentially, but is, is there a feeling out there that this is it for Harbaugh? I feel like every 10 seconds I'm seeing a new tweet. This team is inter- interested, and this team wants him, and this team wants him. Uh, does this feel like it, win or lose for Harbaugh tonight? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the the national media seems to uh, seems to be kind of all over that and talking about it more than the game. But <laughs> honestly, those of us who have been around it here the last few years, you just don't know going into any off season. So it's hard for me to predict. I don't know that Jim Harbaugh knows at this time. I know he loves it at Michigan. I know he also probably wants to win a Lombardi Trophy at some point too. So mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those things where even if he thinks he knows, he's been known to change his mind in the past about different things, including when he almost came to Michigan in 2011, but then didn't, uh, and then they hired Brady Hulk. Um, so this is a guy who's uh, pretty unpredictable, and I think either way it could be his last game or he could come back. Um, so I know that's kind of a boring answer, but I've gone through this enough to know that nothing's certain. Yeah, yeah Clayton, what, what is the matchup? I, a lot of noise, I think, on, on Michigan side. We just did a Washington preview, and it feels like it's a lot of, low Michigan run the football, and will the pass rush get to Penix? I'm curious, from the Michigan side, what is the matchup maybe most concerning for Michigan that people that don't watch every game of Michigan need to know? Yeah, I think it's just the combination of everything Washington has offensively between having an elite quarterback in Penix, three NFL wide receivers, the scheme that Kalen DeBoer runs, and a Joe Moore award-winning offensive line to protect him. And honestly, he gets the ball out quick, as you guys know, but that doesn't mean that it's a bunch of short passes. It's, you know, he can get the ball out quick, and these receivers get such good releases that you can still throw the ball downfield. So that could neutralize Michigan's pass rush in this game. Uh, the Michigan defensive line is one of the best in the country, maybe the best. I mean, six, uh, actually seven ended up being, after a stat correction, sacks against uh, Alabama. So these guys can really get after it. And it's not just one guy. They'll come from the interior. Uh, they have guys on the edge that are capable as well. They don't have that Aiden Hutchinson, but they have about eight, nine guys that they rotate in. So I think – a huge key in this game for both teams will be one protecting Michael Penix if you're Washington and getting to Michael Penix. You don't even need to bring him down six, mm-hmm. seven times like they did against Alabama, but if they can make him uncomfortable in the pocket, I know he's great at moving in the pocket, but if they can make him uncomfortable, that's going to be huge because then your secondary doesn't have to cover as long. Uh, Michigan hasn't played a, a passing attack like Washington all season. I don't think many teams have uh, other than teams that have played Washington so uh, that's going to be intriguing, too. At the same time, Washington may not have faced a defense like Michigan. So it's kind of that side of the ball is what everyone's talking about. Maybe it's a trap I'm falling into by talking about it here because there are other areas that are important. But that's certainly going to be the one that's most interesting to me. Yeah, no doubt about that. Let, let's talk about one of those other angles, though, because I've seen a lot of the, you know, Michigan's going to try mm-hmm. and control the clock and they're going to try and run the football. And, you know, we want the, the, the I think somebody said they want the ball first, so they're going to get it and try and eat up half that first quarter. They indicated they indicated were that, that, you know, we're, you know, win the toss and receive. Um, how do you think they're poised to run the football? We saw them do it against Penn State. What was it, like 30 straight runs or something like that in the second half? Like, they're not going to go away from the run or shy away from it. So, how did you th- feel like the run game was against Alabama? And how do you feel like it's ready to go tonight? Yeah, it was it was pretty good against Alabama, especially early on. I think Alabama made some adjustments in the second half and 
really stymied it. Michigan only had 22 total yards and two first downs in the first 25 minutes of the second half until the final drive that they had to uh, you know go 75 yards, tie it up, force overtime, and then obviously win the game there. So Michigan has a very good rushing attack, um, and I think it'll be a little bit easier at least to uh, move the football on this Washington defense there. Blake Corum is uh, perhaps the best running back in the country, uh, and really I think the month off did him well. I mean, he was coming off the knee injury last year. Didn't maybe look fully like himself, all year, although he was still an elite running back. But uh, I think he, he looked a little bit closer to that against Alabama. And Washington fans know uh, what Blake Corum, you know, at full speed looks like. Obviously, they played him his sophomore year. He had, a you know, 170 yards, a few touchdowns. So, um, yeah, Michigan, I think, is going to stick with the run. You said it. I mean, they, finished, they closed out that Penn State game with 32 straight runs. The difference with this Michigan team, though, is that they will go away from it if they have to. They will use J.J. McCarthy's arm quite a bit if they have to, uh, and he is uh, great at making plays too, whether it's extending the play, scrambling for yards, throwing downfield. Um, you know, he had a little bit of a shaky start against Alabama, but kind of settled in and really led them on that drive late. So this is a, a complete offense that maybe doesn't play as fast or, you know, isn't as high-flying as Washington, but they're going to play slow. They are going to control the clock if they can, you know, sustain drives, and it's going to be, you know, it might not be as pretty to watch as the Washington offense, but you know, in what they're trying to do, it, it might be just as effective. Yeah, winning a title. I mean, who cares how you do it as long as you do it? I, I, I want to, I want to ask you, Clayton, because I, we've picked against Washington a couple times this year. We've been wrong, so they continue to prove a lot of people throughout the country and even here on the West Coast wrong. They feel like a real dream team. Michigan's a tough matchup for them. If this game is tight, I'm curious how the Michigan faithful feel about my old classmate leading the special teams charge. Jay Arbaugh did not have a great showing against Alabama. My old classmate struggled, and I'm curious where that is on the worry scale of, like, you need to execute this special teams play to maybe win a national championship. Pretty poor showing, bad snap on an extra point, almost a muff punt. Where where are people at collectively? I know drop punt, actually two of them. Uh, where are people at on the Michigan special teams unit? Yeah, it's crazy that – it has been their strength over the years and really starting when Jay Harbaugh took over. I mean, he's been one of the top special teams coordinators in the country. And then in probably, you know, the biggest game they've played in a long time, you could put the Ohio state games up with it just because of, you know, how big that rivalry is, but then it's the special teams that struggles and they win in spite of that. So it was pretty remarkable. when you think of it like that? But I don't know that it's super high up on the, the worry scale for Michigan fans, just because it's been so good, not only all year, but, you know, all Jim Harbaugh's tenure, um, pretty much. So I, I don't know that it's a huge worry, but at the same time, I think nerves in this game, you know, which I think, you know, could have played a factor in the Rose Bowl against Alabama are something that you're worried about because it just takes one mistake that could shift the course of this game. Both teams are so good that they're going to capitalize. So if you do drop a punt like Washington did in their last game as well, uh, but Michigan dropped two, if you have a high snap that leads to a, a missed field goal, which also happened, on a 49-yarder that James Turner attempted and, and missed, uh, then that could change this game. So I think it's definitely something to watch, um, you know, but I I, I kind of think they got those out of the way. Uh, that's how I see it hmm. because it has just been so good all year. Yeah, and the rust factor, too, not playing a game for almost a month, right? It's, it, sure. There's a part of that that goes into it. Um, looking at this game, I, uh, four and a half feels like too much to me when I'm looking at the number. Uh, Michigan wins. I'm not surprised by that. I just, it feels like it's going to be tight. How do you feel about the way it plays out? And uh, does Michigan get it done tonight? I do think Michigan's going to win. Um, you know, I, look, I, I've you know said it before the Alabama game. I said it's probably a coin toss type of game. I think it's probably a coin toss type of game like this. And, that's kind of what you expect in a national title game. I know some of them, including last year, have been lopsided, but I think this is uh, you know pretty evenly matched. I do think Michigan's going to be able to move the ball on Washington and maybe control the clock a little bit. Um, you know, I do think Washington's going to hit on some big plays and you know be able to move the ball as well. So I think it's going to be a somewhat exciting game. But I got something like thirty-four to twenty-four Michigan, uh, and just kind of trusting this defense that I've seen. You know, really answer every single test that they've had all season long. Well, it's nice to have the SEC out of the game. That much I know. Can't wait for it tonight. Michigan and Washington. Clayton Safey uh, with the Wolverine.com, the on three site at CSAYF23 on Twitter. Go give them a follow. Thanks for the, the preview this morning, man. We really appreciate it. Enjoy the game tonight, and hopefully we can catch up again soon. 
Appreciate you guys. Enjoy the game. Yeah, there you go. Clayton Safey, good stuff from him. Uh, not sure if it's it for Harbaugh. I, yeah, I I see his point. I mean, Harbaugh's kind of a weird dude, and he's been bouncing around probably in his own brain about what he wants to do. The Don Yee move to me is like I tend an, to think, is yeah. the indicator of all yeah. indicators, and I maybe Clayton will be right. Uh, I'm, he's certainly dead on on the, the in-and-out kind of nature of him earlier and even as the coach. That's a different move, though. Hiring a specific yeah. NFL-related guy as your agent – I think is the the flag waving of thank you. I'm done after tonight. Also, the NCAA drone circling overhead and yeah. just I don't want to deal with this. I just want to go coach football. But let's talk a little bit about the national title game. How do we feel about the matchup? Who are you rooting for tonight? I got a poll question up. Uh, it's got a ton of votes and interesting res- uh, responses and results so far. We'll get to that. A few more thoughts on the NFL wild card weekend and final week of the regular season. It's a loaded final hour. Don't go anywhere. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fam. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.